0: positivity with no other option that's the easiest way to say it if you say to someone you've just been positive or everything's going to be all right and you know you've just got like it it's same as before if gratitude is your one solution that fixes everything if positivity is your one solution that fixes everything and um, then again you know you can't you can you, you know it's it shouldn't be discarded it shouldn't be like but it might be another one of those 10 percent tools use positivity um but definitely don't ever tell people that they've only got to be positive um Don't do the whole positive vibes only thing. Um, Toxic positivity, as I say, is positivity where there is no other option, where where a person doesn't have space for anything that doesn't fit and make them feel comfortable.
1: We care presents our second annual New Year's special. What are you grateful for? We will be joined by eleven content creators from around the industry. And what I love about all of our guests, each and every single one of them, and what separates them from the rest, is they are that they are so community focused. Um, <clears throat> I can't speak enough to our uh, eleven guests coming up here uh, speak highly enough about them and it's going to be an exciting show we're going to do a lot of talking a lot of talking um and our three main topics of conversation for today a reflection on 2021 and everything we've learned a look forward into 2022 and to see what these content creators have in store for us and then finally who or what are you grateful for Um, it could be one or the other but there may be a specific person group of people or something That our guests would like to recognize, we want them to share that with you today. Uh, With that said, let me introduce our 11 guests quickly. Uh, We don't have a lot of time busy. Hi.
2: Hello. Can you even hear me? Hello. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome. Perfect. Okay. I was just Uh, worried. Um, I had a little audio issue. Surprise. uh, You're here. It's still the same. Hello, everyone.
1: (laughs) It's quite all right. I just started doing the introduction. Um, I told everybody about the three main topics of conversation, 2021, 2022, who or what are you grateful for? And I was just about to get into the guests here, uh, run through them quick. It's 11 content creators from around the industry. So first up, leading off, we have Mindset by Dave in the first segment. He is a mental health coach extraordinaire. The guy is tremendous, absolutely tremendous. He gets his own segment, 45 minutes coming right up here. Uh, We'll catch him up First, followed up uh, group two, we got Lady Kerberos and Scribble Ninja. It's going to be a blast. I spent an hour on the phone with Scribble last night and we we're only supposed to spend five, ten minutes together. So we had a blast talking. Uh, we're just going to let the conversation flow with those two. Uh, group three, we're joined by the totally awesome Winnie the Pooh. Uh, boy, did she have a wild couple weeks. Uh, I've been in and out of her streams all the time. I've seen her tears of joy streaming down her face. It's been really cool and joining her is rev dmq um i've not well i actually got to talk to rev for just a little bit but i'm tr- intrigued to hear all about him uh he's a pastor and a streamer you don't hear those two two things combined all too often group four brings us douche dread and foibles uh, as, GWC looks to expand its reach this year in 2022. One of the things we're looking forward uh, to in 2022. Foibles should be definitely quite an interesting listen. Stay tuned. Uh, Group 5. Oh, <laughs> Group 5. The lovely neon you GWA. Need, you
2: need my graphic I prepared for you. Oh, no. Yes, you do. <laughs> Just say it.
1: <laughs> Put it up. And then we've got neon i am gonna fangirl over him uh i love neon he's a blast uh you have to see his clip that he just put up for battlefield 2042 and then we have that whitefish music producer pretty cool he's making music for gwc right now he's making an intro for us and then finally group six uh no better way to end a show in my opinion than with our veterans uh both your big brother steve and the nathan will be joining us for the last segment Uh, both of whom are extremely intelligent, so they must not have been Marines, right? Is that the going joke? Sorry, Marines. Um, But joking aside, there is no group of people that deserve more of our respect than those who are willing to put their lives on the line to protect our freedoms. Um, So with that being said, Happy New Year. Mizzy, how are you? The floor is yours for a little bit.
2: Oh no, so early. I was actually chilling. I, I try I was about to make myself comfortable actually and just relax, you know, and listen. I <laughs> thought you were I, I thought you just started actually. <laughs> no, no. Nope. It's well, all right. It's Dave. all right. Thank you. Hey Dave. Dave Hello. is already joining us. That's so nice. How are you Dave?
0: Am I coming for you okay? Yeah, sure. Dave. Cool. Yes,
2: of cool. course, please. Look, I, I I make it quick. I make it much, much quicker. Uh, you know, guys, I'm, I'm not very good at speeches. So anyways, today I'm... Uh I think I really love this show because we are we are looking back to the great things we did together with you guys tonight. Um, we'll do a little bit, uh, a look back of everything we did as Gamers Who Care. And I mean, as Gamers Who Care, really so many of you, I was thinking about actually putting up a graphic or some, somewhere where I put all the names and of you guys who helped building up what we build up here together. Created the charity events, the gaming events. Everyone who was involved, and the list was so long, I couldn't put. I, I couldn't. I couldn't put it on one screen. So, <sighs> thank you guys, <laughs> really, from the bottom of my heart. Um, the charity events, the gaming events, the talks, the podcasts, everything we did together. Um, damn, it makes me makes me cry again. <laughs> so. This is what I'm the most grateful for really here. This reminds me of um, the great things we did together, guys. So thank you. Um, And back to being grateful, my um, mindset, Dave, why we wanted you here. And this was really important for me to start the stream with you to get a a little bit of, um, well, insight on the whole topic, you know. And um, maybe not only the, the good stuff about being grateful, maybe also the bad stuff. I don't know. We will go deep into that topic now. Um, maybe be it, maybe you want to start, I think you had a question prepared for the beginning you wanted to start with that was important to you. Maybe we go with that? Um, well, I've got <laughs> I, I got a few.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have a few questions lined up for you, Dave. Um, my question, really, and I guess to, to lead it off is what made you decide to stream mental health out of all or all things, or really, what
0: made you decide to make Twitch the platform you stream mental health on? Uh, I mean, basically, what made most streamers that started in 2020 start, which was COVID. Um, I I've been making mental health content for about five years now, um, maybe a little bit longer. I was making mental health content in conjunction with personal training content for a while, uh, and my two jobs were I was working as a personal trainer and I was working as a as a mindset coach. And basically, from being a mindset coach, which mostly worked one to one with people. Um, I then moved more into mental health education, which for mm-hmm. my job, I, I work in schools, I work in businesses, I go into schools and teach kids about mental health awareness. I go into business and talk about mental health in the workplace and things like that. And um, I my entire plan for 2020 and I spent all of the lat- the latter part of 2019 preparing for this plan was to do more of those talks. that was what all that was all I wanted to do. And I had at the start of 2020, I was like, my goal was to do two a month to start off with. And at the beginning of 2020, I had 14 in the calendar. So I was obviously doing something right, which is I hate networking. Like I can't stand it. And I hate promoting myself. It makes me feel all squirmy and stuff. But I really worked hard to do that. And then, you know, early March 2020, uh, literally my email starts going like this. canceled Canceled event, canceled event, canceled event, canceled event. And um I'd been talking about doing this on Twitch for a long time. Uh, one of my friends had introduced me to Twitch a couple of years earlier. I'd been watching things like the um the uh, games done quick shows and things like that. Really loved watching those. And and he and then basically I'd just been sitting on the idea. I'd already bought the webcam thankfully because you know you couldn't get one of those things for love nor money once the pandemic started. And then I was like, right, well I've been waiting for the perfect time to do this, and that's never really presented itself. So, rather than essentially sit and cry that everything I'd worked hard had just fallen apart and I'd had fourteen cancellations in the space of two days, um, I thought, right, well, let's do something else. And I started um, originally gaming on Twitch with the idea, saying that I'm going to game, and then we'll talk mental health if it comes up. And within six months, there were no more games because all we did was talk mental health, and that was actually the point at which I'm like, right, we're doing something right here.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's pretty wonderful. Um, I've been in your streams now a bunch since I first got to meet you a month or two ago, and I can't tell you um, the amount of knowledge, uh, the amount of support that I've gotten from you and your community. it's just tremendous, absolutely tremendous, and I can't, I can't speak to it enough. I mean, if anybody has any mental health issues, I mean, I point you to Dave. I point you to no better person than than Dave here. Um, I can't say it enough. I really <laughs> thank can't you very much.
0: much. And honestly, it means so much if you say that. And it's yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable to get complimented like that, but at the same time, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know your viewership and your your community um is extremely important to you and the love and appreciation they show to you um you know speaks volumes speaks volumes um Mizzy, did you have a question for dave next or did you want me to lead off again with well, another
2: if you I'm, i have a question actually because of what we were talking right now um if you look at the whole thing from from right now where you are sitting now can you We phrase by looking back how did you become there like in one sentence and one or two three sentences like (laughs) like the road you know i mean it's not like you start streaming okay i'm metal house coach you know come here come here i build a community it's a long road right
0: yeah yeah i mean Mm -hmm. first of all i never do anything in one sentence (laughs) i understand there's lots of other guests to get in tonight but um, yeah so um How I got there, living through, like step one, living through my own mental health as a child, um, diagnosed bipolar at 14, literally learning to live through that. Um, How I ended up becoming a mindset coach for all of that was through um, mindset and mental health are two separate things, but they interplay with each other. And mindset isn't so much curing or fixing mental health. I don't promise anything like that it's it's living better with it so my relationship with my mental health my mental health is probably not much better than it was 20 years ago you know but my relationship with that mental health is significantly better and my thought processes are significantly better and then in terms of growing the community here um literally the word community has been on my heart for as long as i can remember and i, re- I was in a band when i was 20 and i used to focus on the i mean i'm, I'm turning 40 and about seven seven weeks today actually um but so so 20 years ago i was in this band telling everyone in this band that we need to look at the message boards and we need to like start using social media which wasn't even a thing there and um, we had like a message board and they were like why did you spend so much time in the message board talking to the fans and stuff and i was like because we're not they're not fans, they're our community. And like and I've always wanted to build community. And actually one of the things that I took a great amount of pride in there when Trusted Beard was saying it is he wasn't just complimenting me, he was complimenting my community. And yes, they are an absolutely amazing, lovely bunch. And I feel Honored to be at the heart of them, um, and I honestly feel like you know it's as much when you come into we call it diversity, short for diversity or neurodiversity, because most of us have got a little bit different something going up here. Um, and yeah, I couldn't be more proud of of being part of that family. Really,
2: Do what's you have, the pressure? Uh, oh, after you, sorry. Well, I, I'm going.
0: I'm, go then. I'm no, uh-huh. me 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 because this kid ties in. Um, <laughs> there
1: <you go. laughs> Do you feel pressure (laughs) from the community, you know, to live up to the community and to take, I mean, as a clan leader myself, I always felt the pressure to live up to be the best version of myself. And I know you have your own mental health issues to go to. I just can only imagine how tough it can be sometimes because so many people rely on you
0: um yes yeah i mean in a show in, like well, that's why i started laughing when you said do you feel pressure um yes all the time um yeah i i feel the bit the pressure of i want to do a good job for them uh, and also i don't it's it's very strange now that i'm in front of a live audience and in front of people because uh, i'm in front of people that can re-watch things or have been around the community for a while because I, I feel a strange pressure to try and be unique and to try and be original and not be repetitive too much. But unfortunately, that's not possible. Like, so you've you've been in when um when I've jumped out the chair and this guy's jumped in, aka the Mind Um, whenever someone redeems a Mandalorian, the Mandalorian comes on with a voice changer. It's not actually me, we're two separate people. That's that's the lie that was t- I mean, that's the that's the truth we're telling everybody. Um but when someone redeems one of them, I feel the pressure to kind of to, to deliver on that. To like, if someone's going to spend channel points redeeming one of those, I want. I don't just want like a generic life tip that's just been pulled from like a little cookie jar over here. Like, I want. I want to actually give something that's personal to that person, um, and that's getting harder now that the community is growing because it gets a lot harder to know the personal details about the person that you're speaking to. Um, and then sometimes this is a very weird pressure, but the same people will redeem them quite frequently. And then I feel a pressure to say something different and unique to that person. Um and but one the one thing that helps me with my pressure on all of this is I'm not afraid to use the phrase I don't know. So if someone asks me a question and I don't know, or if someone um if I if if I get three hours into a four-hour stream and my energy suddenly disappears and my brain fog comes in, I think you've been there when it's happened. Um my community are very, very supportive about the fact that I say, you know what, actually, I've got nothing left in the tank today. Um, like they're very supportive of the fact that I get, you know, I, I I, am the type of person that will give my last spoon to anybody. And um, the, the long standing members of the community are very supportive of that. It's a little bit harder with new people coming in because if they're like, if I'm like, oh, I've not got the time for this today and they've just come in today, that's all they know of me. So it's um, there is. Yeah, there's, there's definitely pressure there. But the biggest pressure for me is um, is is never wanting to harm anybody, like because obviously we are talking about mental health and we don't hold back, and we we are we're safe, but we I call it safe but challenging. It's like I don't want it to be so safe that all we do is comfort everybody that comes in. I want it to be like right, we're going to keep you safe, but at the same time we want we want you to take a step forward today.
1: Yeah, and correct. finding
0: the balance with that as well is quite quite challenging.
1: Yeah, that's what I uh, you're you're yes, I mean you said it perfectly. I can't really reiterate it any better than you said, but you know you. It's all about growth. It's not just here to coddle. You know, we're all here kind of growing together as a family and all learning from one another as a community. Um, and, yeah, it's really, really, really cool.
2: Absolutely. Um, wh- what did you do so much um, during your time or how did you get in touch with the with the whole topic we are talking tonight about uh, gratitude or maybe even the practice of gratitude? Because I don't want to give you too mu- much information i want to see like where's this going first you know
0: yeah um so gratitude um i how i suppose really got into all, a, lot, a lot of this stuff was um do i need to do content warnings <laughs> Is or not no. um I, okay so so yeah so in 2009 um i got to the point with my mental health where i tried to take my own life and um in 2010 I I went off to Thailand attempt, attempting to run away from who I was and the whole expression wherever you are there you go kind of thing. I was in a very toxic place within my own mind. I've been through I've been through a whole host of things. You know I was I was um, I was assaulted and bullied and abused as a child, um, and and then I'd just been through a terrible relationship in the year before when when that all happened. But the most consistent bully in my life has always been me to me. You know, I got bullied by people in school, but then I left school and, conti- and continued to bully myself. I was in a really bad relationship for a year, but then I left that relationship and continued to be in a bad relationship with myself. And um, and the thing is, I started looking into all the ways. What well, after after the uh, the uh, attempt on my life, I basically, I I, I wanted to be better because I believed before that the reason that that attempt happened is because I believed I had nothing left to give. I believed that I was worthless. I was, you know, I all of that stuff and then afterwards not like the day after like six months after I'm like right okay I'm gonna make a go of this life and I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I can and um and I really become quite obsessed with reading all of the self-help books in the world looking into all the concepts and actually um gratitude was one of the was one of the first ones that I really got into because really I I when I was in that darkest place I focused on all the things I didn't have I focus, my focus was always towards all the things I didn't have, all the things I'd lost. Um, And my brain genuinely believed that I'd never get most of these things back or any of these things back, or I'd never be happy ever again. And actually, um, I remember coming back from that that trip to Thailand and I was there for a month. I did a fight in, in Muay Thai at the end of it and everything, which was huge for me, like overcoming the bullying that I'd been in the past and actually take being brave and step into this ring. And I had the biggest come down afterwards. I came home and I had the worst depressive episode of my life when I came down afterwards, because by comparison, I'd left this great amazing journey behind. And um I remember loading my washing machine about two days after this episode finished. And I'll remember, I literally remember that moment of saying, this is the adventure. Like the fact that I've got a washing machine, the fact that I've got clothes that can be washed, the fact that, you know, I've got access to these things. I've got a house, I've got a roof over my head. I was able to go to Thailand and do this adventure. Like I, I started being extremely grateful towards practically everything and um, and started being grateful to the friends that I still had um, because I'd lost a lot of friends in that previous year as well and just started actually... You know, you can have if someone has everything but doesn't isn't great, isn't grateful, it doesn't matter what they've got. And if someone has very little and is grateful for what they've got, then it matters. You know, it's um, and that is that is it's huge. The um the biggest issue that there is with it is I think I think people get once they start practicing it, eventually they get complacent. Um, and I think a lot of people before they discover gratitude for themselves, it doesn't matter how much we bang on about it. Um, people, people are very cynical or very skeptical that it's just not going to work, or it's too simple, and it's immensely powerful. It is something that is Can you say
2: powerful. if you're talking about people? Um, is there a specific group of people who is more in danger of you know? So it's like kind of like gratitude is going the wrong way, like it's toxic. Is there a specific group? Is it people with mental health issues already? Or
0: I think I think it's it falls into the same trap as toxic positivity which is um, it can change everything for you being grateful, but it might not. And, and, if, and the, the thing is for some people, it's gonna be a tool. It's like like, like, like everything in life is a tool, like meditation is a tool or eating well is a tool, exercising is a tool, all these things are tools. And none of them, you can't, none of us can prescribe somebody else's 100% solution, right? One person might get everything they want from gratitude by itself, they change nothing else and they do, and they, and they take up gratitude, and that changes everything for them. And then that person becomes a little bit of a zealot. And hey, I became that person for a little while. Um, and that person then becomes like Mr. Preachy, of like, oh, I changed my life with gratitude, so you should too. I hate the word should. Um, and then you, the thing is, it's you, you, you can't find that for somebody else. You, you, you may find it and it may be the best thing in the world for you, but someone else might try it and it might make them feel like 10% better. Now, because you've sold it as it was this life changing thing and then this person tries it and only feels 10% better then they're like, either they feel like they're doing it wrong, which is not a nice feeling for anybody, um, or they think, well, this is a load of crap. You know, what's the point? It only made me feel 10% better. It's, it's not this big thing that it was sold to for me. And I think when someone comes along and sells it as this is the only way, um, that's some that's a big turn off for me. Like when no matter what it is, someone could come out tomorrow and say, We've got this little, this we've found the the world's greatest new antidepressants. You take it once and then your depression is gone forever. And this is the only way to do it, I'd probably be like, You lost me at the only way. You know, it's like because generally speaking, that person um you're, not, you're setting the expectations all the way up here and people are gonna come in low. And then when, when, when people don't get what they were looking for, they turn their back on it quite quick. And gratitude, my practice of gratitude when I do it, it's not about just writing a list. Some people just write the list and they pay lip service. And they say, yeah, I'm grateful. I've got a roof over my head, I'm grateful. I've got a partner or whatever I'm grateful I've got a community on Twitch whatever you know I'm grateful I've got people that I can speak to and then they'll say that when I practice gratitude I I'd rather someone took one of those things rather than writing a list of 10 and felt it like really felt it because gratitude isn't 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 a list it's a feeling it's like okay right I how I like to do it I I imagine the thing that I'm grateful for being removed from my life like and that can be scary okay wait about... wait wait
2: wait stop 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 you said something <laughs> important there um, first off, write down if we have time at the very end. I want to talk about what's um, toxic toxic positivity for you, but not now. Okay. Um, Alright. Secondly, <laughs> shit. What did you just say? You said <laughs> <laughs> just right now a sentence.
0: That no, um, I'd rather About feel what it does. It
2: it's a it's uh, a feeling. It's an emotion.
0: Yeah. 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 Exactly.
2: So let's get let's get into the details here because look, I'm for me for for myself, I'm very critical whenever. I'm the same as you, like if somebody tells me like this is the all in one solution, I'm I'm more likely running away. Yeah. But whenever I see something and I like to do some research and I know gratitude, for example, because that emotion, what it does is in the end, it's a chemical process. What happens in your brain, right? So yeah. can we talk about this maybe for a second? What what happens actually? Because I, I feel very often people think this is just er uh, esoteric, whatever stuff. And it is not. It, I mean, it can have an effect on your body. How?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, so I don't know the. F- I know it, it. It gets into our dopamine. It gets into our serotonin. I don't know the full details of that. So it's probably not best for me to speak on that. Um. Um. But it does. I know. I'm so- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> See what I mean? I've got my get out of jail free card. If I don't know the answer to something, I say I don't know. Um. It. I you know. But the, what I will say is that. It, the the thing about mental health as a poet, like we like to make these comparisons about mental health comparisons with physical health and stuff, and we, because mainly when we want to do that is because people take physical health seriously, but they don't take mental health as seriously. But the thing is, when it comes to mental health, the dopamine receptors, and um, and you should try and get your hands on a guy called Dean Burnett. He wrote something called uh, the Happy Brain. And also psychological were the two books that I I interviewed him. He's a neuroscientist that literally yeah. Can tell let's
2: he, do let's do books. He well, can um, books he recommend.
0: Um Well, psychological by Dean Burnett um, is a very good book. Okay. Um psycho cybernetics by a guy called Maxwell Maltz is amazing and it's about and that kind of speaks to what we're talking about here is it's actually it's about our subjective feelings because our subjective feelings when it comes to when it comes to physical health our subjective feelings are important but they're not everything so if a person like let's take someone who's got diabetes if a person if a person subjectively feels like their blood sugars are okay but their blood sugars are all over the place then that's you know that's not good so some let's say someone goes to hypnotherapy and they do hypnotherapy for their diabetes and they come out of it feeling like, you know, perfectly level and all the rest of it. But inside their blood sugars are literally all over the place. Now that's, you know, that's what they're feeling up here might make them say, well, oh, well, I don't need my insulin or I don't need this or whatever. And that is dangerous. You know, I, I knew a person that was going to hypnotherapy for, for um, well, her mum sorry, was going to hypnotherapy for her cancer symptoms. And she didn't feel like she didn't feel ill anymore. So she stopped going to chemo, and as a result, she died from that. So that's no great. that's not good, right? So, but whereas it comes to mental health, our men, our subjective feelings, how we feel about our depression. Well, that is our depression. If someone was to say, Okay, this amount of you need this amount of dopamine or this amount of serotonin in order to not be depressed, and you had below that, but you felt absolutely great. You know, it's like then you are not actually depressed. If you, you know they're saying anxiety, um, you know for for anxiety, you need to have your heart rate needs to be below here, or you if you are not to have anxiety, or you know you need to have a certain again like you know physiological response to it. Um, but you absolutely feel fine, and you are not having anxious thoughts and all the rest of it. Then your anxiety is okay. So this is the whole thing when it comes to mental health: is that what we feel. Actually, is much more important. It's very, it's important with physical health. I'm not discounting anyone's pain or anyone's symptoms or anything like that. But when it comes to mental health, what we feel is actually more important than what's going on. So, like, if so, if so, you say to anybody, okay, well, it increases, it increases the dopamine receptors or it increases the serotonin receptors in your brain. It does this, and they're like, cool, but I still feel depressed. And that's why I mentioned Dean Burnett because what he found, they found a secondary of the brain that where serotonin is released, but actually it's the exact same neurotransmitter but instead of making people feel good like we expect serotonin to it makes people feel bad so there's still a lot and, and when i when i interviewed him about this he was like yeah that." and that's what we know of now so like there's still a lot of there's still a lot of research to be done there but our subjective feelings when it comes to gratitude if a person if a person doesn't feel gratitude it's 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 irrelevant to them you know write that person writing a list of 100 that person could sit and write a list of 100 things that they're grateful for and feel absolutely nothing therefore gratitude isn't useful to that person but the problem with that being is it's easy to mechanically write a list right it's not so easy to sit and feel it and actually and there was a, there was a tweet that i wrote earlier today that i actually asked trusted beard to bring up and this is the perfect time for it um i said you something want me to ask like it? I, I think i remember it so got it, it right says, here uh, go on then <laughs> if the tv played nothing but
1: movies you hate but you had a, mo- a movie library of all your favorites what would you watch what has w- oh, i'm sorry would you watch what has been scheduled for you or would you choose something better for yourself
0: yep so it that tweet was nothing to do with movies <laughs> so i was being kind of cryptic today and um, the idea being this thing is your tv the, your brain is your TV, right? And now I have this expression for this, which is negativity comes natural, but positivity takes practice. You are gonna have regularly regularly scheduled broadcasts of all the shit that's gone wrong in your life, and all the shit that could possibly possibly could go wrong in your life. And and every, you know everyone in chat will probably be able to relate to this. You've probably thought about something bad that happened and had it on repeat up here, living you know the expression "living rent free" in my head, or we sat there and we've obsessed over things. Now the problem with this is gratitude doesn't tend to come to us by accident. It doesn't, it's like, you don't sit there on you don't sit there and unless something reminds you, you don't sit there and kind of go, Oh, I'm suddenly very grateful. This is why I say positivity takes practice. You have to go to your movie library, your movie library is all the things that you enjoy and all the things that you love. So actually you have to choose to put that on. Now, why a lot of people turn their backs on gratitude is because, Oh, well, the negative stuff comes to me naturally, but I have to work for the positive stuff. Therefore that's not me. And it's like, No like that's your default operating system your default operating systems got something in, in built into it called negativity bias it's supposed to notice things that could hurt you because it's supposed to keep you away from those things and as a result we, we, we spend all this time noticing things that are negative and then anything that's positive we go oh that was nice and we move on right and we move on job's done it's like and that's the whole thing it's like right the thoughts that thoughts the ones that the thoughts that heart hurt us or or help us are the ones that we hold on to. So when it comes to gratitude, it's not just you write it down on a piece of paper and it takes a split second. It's sit there and actually go, right? I am grateful for this thing. Like if it's a person, what are you grateful for about that person? Think about their smile, think about that person in detail. Think about amazing moments that you've shared with that person. Relive those amazing moments. Think of what it's like to hug that person or talk to that person. And then as i said before i'm a little bit i like to take this one step further and what i do is i imagine for a split second or a minute or whatever what it would be like if that person wasn't in my life anymore and then what you do is you bring that person back and then remember and remember them as they are and the, the thing is we we do everything by comparison so actually when if we if we forget to if the reason i do that step is because we tend to take people for granted and it's like oh yeah that person's really nice and if you sit down and think about it, you could say a, a million things about are good about that person. you could if you sit down and think about it, you could say loads of things that are good to have a car on your driveway, or loads of things that are good to have an audience to talk to or to have all this technology that is allowed to connect with people in three different countries at least right now. You know it's like that those things are amazing. And most of the time that thought's in you know in one ear and out the yeah. other, it's like that's a bot. Mm-hmm. But Someone cut you up in traffic. And then you sit there and you tell people about it, and you hold on to it. You hold on to the thought that could hurt you, and with gratitude because because that feels like it's happened naturally. Whereas gratitude, we have to force it. And yeah, okay, we do have to force it, but that doesn't nece- that doesn't mean it's wrong. That just means that we're we're well. Let's let's use Mizzy because Mizzy speaks at least two languages. Um, you know, it's like when you when you're learning a new language gratitude is a different language than than being angry at things being angry at something is a language that you've spoken every day since you were 11 years old, you know, or maybe you've actually, you no, know, let's face it, you get angry toddlers. So earlier being critical of things probably is what comes a little bit later. You've, you've spoken that language, but being grateful of things, it's a completely different language. You don't know the words, you don't know the sentences, you don't know the structure. So when you st- when you do speak it, it doesn't flow as, as easily. But if people who do practice gratitude on a regular basis, really get into it, it becomes easier. Now as I said before that can become a problem because it comes easier because yeah I'll spend five minutes on it and I've done my gratitude list so you have to every every time say you know what it's not I mean
2: I mean aren't there a million ways to practice it you could even practice it like when you're walking when you yeah. li- when you're laying down in bed you know when you're ahead I mean as you said as I understand it's important that you do connect and you're fully there consciously and do it try to get an emotion, to that, what your uh, gratitude is for, right? Like, yeah. this is yeah. the whole constraint. And that's <laughs> yeah, exactly. something
1: I've found, um, you know, I, I personally try and practice gratitude and not take things for granted. Um, it's something that I've had to work on myself as a clan leader um, to try and bring positivity into my group and keep it positive. Mm-hmm. Um, we had to, I had to lead by example. Um, so for me, I didn't really have a choice in it. Um, but what I've found, that's even more that means more to me and it's not necessarily for everybody else but to me specifically i like to practice gratitude and tell the person i'm grateful them for them and express that to them because it has that second that two-pronged effect not only am i going to uplift myself positively i'm also going to affect that person and for me you know in a positive way and for me that's watching seeing seeing you dave when i you know told you when i messaged you saying thank you i've been in your position and that message means so much to somebody yeah. you know and it may mean nothing to you or it may just mean something so tiny oh, wait, it to means you. everything
0: to me the world
1: <laughs> i can't tell you how many times i've cried from from messages from my members or just you know thank yous and and You're well, you know, just for thank you for, you know, putting in the effort. And, you know, it means the world to me. So, when you practice gratitude, you're not only helping yourself. If you choose to practice in certain ways, you can help so many other people along the way, too. And hopefully, what we try and do here with Gamers We Care is snowball that. And, you know, from one act of gratitude leads to two acts, and somebody else extends their hand, and so on and so forth down the line. And I mean, that's what we're trying to do here
0: yeah right, absolutely right.
2: so look we are about to hit the end um what yes we already <laughs> we only have like 10 minutes to go or something so i'm just i'm just the first one. uh the end of the show now um <laughs> so just a quick quick um well what did we forget anything about gratitude that pops into your mind right now Dave, where you think like this is something that has to be said that has to be clear for everyone
0: um no as i said it's about yeah it's about it's about what works for you um not so if so so basically i would say if you are if you want to practice it speak to a bunch of people and get curious um get curious try little different things out um what beard just said then i think is absolutely perfect I, i would say even if even if you don't necessarily feel the gratitude yourself so much that way but if you are you know you are grateful for something tell people because we do assume we don't like we, we people assume that their impact on other people's lives is much smaller than it is and, and usually when they assume that they're having an impact they assume that it's a negative one and especially in mental health communities this is so true is that people think that they're not appreciated or that they're not valued that are not worthwhile and um the thing is that, that i was chatting to my wife about this the other day um i said i was i am um, I really enjoyed my food and the chef was in, in the window like behind her and I was this on Christmas Eve and I was just like, I just, I was just like, put me thumbs up to the chef and, um, and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm, I said, I saw the chef. I don't know if it's the one that cooked my food, but I'm putting me thumbs up and I said, because how many times, I, bet, I wonder how many times today that some, like someone sent a meal back. Right? Like, I want, like and that's the thing is, people don't really comment on something positive unless it's completely exceptional and over the top. Yet, we do tend to comment on something on something if it's just not quite right. So again, negativity bias, we notice the things that are negative to us. Now, the thing is, the, th- the thing is, we could look at it one way that chef could say, right, four people sent food back today, and I served 100 people. And he could look at that and say that's 96 people that actually loved the food. But he probably doesn't. It's like he's probably looking at it saying that's 96 people that were just kind of ambivalent towards it, you know, that didn't really care or just didn't say anything. <clears throat> and as a coach myself, one of the big things for me is that whenever someone, I've trained myself to think this now is whenever someone sends me a nice message like what Beard sent me the other day or like, I, you know, people out the blue will say, you told me something two years ago and it's really stuck with me and I've really changed my life since then. For those two years, I've assumed that that conversation that I had with that person meant nothing or wasn't big. You don't know until a person tells you. And actually, um, that's the whole thing, is that you can you can really make a person's day by doing that. And as I said, the rule I, I try and do for myself now is I go, right, okay, well, this is just someone who's taken two years to tell me. So I assume that there's other people out there that actually you know, think that way of me as well, which is, and I, so it's like reminding yourself of that when those messages aren't coming. And um, because, and that's it. I would say if someone is if someone is important to you, tell them, because we we never know how much time we've got to tell people uh yeah, i was trying true. to see yeah. i was trying to see if almond triangle was in um from mike from my side was it was in the chat i think i saw it earlier she took told me this a few years back that um her dad she was she was clearing out her dad's um flat after he passed away and one of the neighbors came back and came around and said oh your dad was such an amazing guy um he always helped out around this he was such a handy guy he was always like helping out with other people's little chores and everything he was just fantastic i just want you to know that and she was like that's amazing did you ever tell him that and he was like, "Actually, no, I didn't." And that's that's it right there. Like you know, just so if someone is if someone's made an impact to you, tell them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um,
2: that's really amazing. We um you, is, there, we,
1: is there anybody York? I know we have a few minutes left. We have six minutes left with Dave. I'm using everything. There also was a
2: question in chat.
1: Oh, all right, throw that up then.
2: Okay, I I thought you saw it. It's okay. Um, There was a beautiful uh, question in the chat. Uh, Yeah, Where, where should we take our energy when we are in a constant loop of problems caused by health and nothing depends on you? And I really like this question because I feel, especially in 2020, 2021, we all feel like the pressure is all the time on us, right? It's constant. It's never stopping. Like it feels like an endless loop. And well... Don't even talk about the stupid measurements we wear. we have to go through, all of us, right? And I'm not saying a mask wearing is not useful. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm fully vaccinated everything. But there are some things politicians decide which just don't make sense. Um, anyways, this is not political here. Well,
0: where, where you take your energy when you're in a constant loop of problems, um, have you ever taken time to decide... To to actually label yourself a champion for the fact that you're in a constant loop of problems and you're still here fighting. Yeah, and right. this like honestly, this is something that I said to um, I said to one of my community about a week or so ago. He was like said, "Don't ever be ashamed of your mental health. These that is not your value. That is this is just the, they are the troubles that you face." And I was like, "Look, the thing is, the world doesn't judge you the way you think they do." And if like everyone always thinks that people see us as these weak, suffering people, and we are not weak, suffering people. I'm like, look, if you were to watch two films, imagine one film where as a person just going through day to day where. They face nothing. They face no problem. Not a lot really happens, and they kind of just meander through the day. And they're quite happy because they've got a very blessed life. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a super interesting film, I'm sure. Um, then you see the next film, the underdog story. The person that is the person that is fighting, you know, every single day. The person that, like, you know, is out there struggling with their mental health, but still manages to have a smile on their face. You know, that person that finds that little glimmer of hope in a really hor- in a really difficult life. When we watch that film, we're, like, inspired, right? And we're, and we're inspired by that person. We're inspired by the person who is struggling. We don't see people who are struggling as weak. We see people who are struggling as inspirational. And, mm-hmm. that, and that's, that's it. Like I say to my, to my community, it's like, look, if an MMA fighter gets in the ring every single day and is tired at the end of every single day, you, you understand why. It's okay for you to be tired at the end of every single day. It's okay for you to be tired with all this, but actually give yourself some credit. And um, There's a poem on my YouTube channel called You Are Not Weak. Um, and it's You Are Not Weak, the journey is just difficult. It's like, we've got it. That's That that question then, that you're not weak if you're facing problems every single day. The journey is difficult. And we've got to stop looking at ourselves. as like, I'm not getting anywhere because actually sometimes sometimes even staying where you are when the odds are against you is a massive achievement. Massive yeah
1: i couldn't agree anymore.
0: That's interesting. Is there, is there any specific person before we let you go here a group of people you want to say you were grateful for yeah um i know it's the beginning yeah, of the year goes. now um and but like i want to echo something i said to my community at the end of the year and i i mean this and I th- every time i think of this it gets me a little bit close to tears. so if i go i go um and i think it's important to say at this time of the year i I was said I said a few weeks back at the end of the year that i'm I'm grateful for anyone that thought they wouldn't make it to the end of another year and did. and because that person again has fought through everything to to be where they are at the end of the year, and that like we got to congratulate a bunch of people that didn't think they'd make it through last year and they're still here right now and that's amazing and right now there might be people that are sat there thinking what are we on the second so the second of january another year more of this bullshit you know it's like if you're thinking and feeling that way right now just 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 you know know that other people felt that way last year and, and survived you may have felt that way last year and survived and i am actually even if i've never met you i am grateful that you're still here because it means i have the opportunity to meet you and um yeah, so to anybody who is actually out there fighting that fight that we just talked about, I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Please, for the love of God, keep fighting.
2: That's that's a nice way to put it. Thank you so much, Steve. Um, do we have still a few minutes left? Let me check. I think we have two or True. three minutes left, right?
1: Yeah, we could take All right. a couple minutes over a table if we need to.
2: Dave, I, I well, this will be difficult for you, but um, what's what is this about? Like uh, toxic positivity? We caught you the other day with a great talk with you and Papa Paws. Yeah, and you had a full show about it. So wow, well, you have two minutes to go.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. uh, toxic positivity, basically. Positivity with no other option. That's the easiest way to say it. If you say to someone you've just been positive or everything's going to be all right. And you know, you've just got like it, it's same as before. If gratitude is your one solution that fixes everything. If positivity is your one solution that fixes everything. And um, then again, you know, you can't, you, you, you know, it's, it shouldn't be discarded. It shouldn't be like, but it might be another one of those 10% tools use positivity. Um, but definitely don't ever tell people that they've only got to be positive. Um, don't do the whole positive vibes only thing. Um, toxic positivity, as I say, is positivity where there is no other option, where a, where a person doesn't have space for anything that doesn't fit and make them feel comfortable.
2: All right, I get it. Thank you. The so quickest much, I've man. ever done it. <laughs> i'm proud of you i'm proud of me maybe i I should i should i should do 10 minutes shows for you just just as a training yeah we are going 10 minutes live okay dave honestly um,
0: tiktok (laughs) and youtube shorts have made me have made me much tighter it's like because uh, yeah it's like necessity that's um it's yeah, but, but then it's but like, Dave, why say in two minutes when you're you can not the say only
2: 20? one, Dave, it's it's completely normal. I feel like compressing info in a really short format, especially YouTube shorts, is so difficult, right? Especially with, with the topics you do, where you don't have any action. It's about finding the right words, saying it in there, you know, on point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
2: it's, it's really a challenge. I get that. Thank you so much, Dave. I learned so much today from you, really. Um, and I, I was really excited about this. So... I yeah, do have so any... much
1: from you every time I <laughs> tune into that stream of yours. I can't wait for 2022. Anything quick? You have planned for 2022? Oh, are yeah. Just gonna
0: keep chugging along. Oh, can I can I mention that actually? Third of June, th- three three slash six. To us English people, six slash three. To you, American. Um, but but basically, three slash six. I'm going. I'm doing 36 back to back interviews over 36 hours. So I'm gonna do. 45 45 minute 15 break of a guest of a guest of 36 different guests. Um I did it in February this year on the 26th of February. Last year, sorry, um we did 26.2 as the same as a marathon um called the mental health marathon. This year we're doing the mental health ultra marathon, so we're doing 36 consecutive mental health interviews with different creators and um yeah, that's on the third of June, and I, I'm you know totally and utterly fine about it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Good. I can't wait. I will be there. I promise I'll make sure to tune in. Looking
0: forward to it. Awesome. Thank you very much. And thank you very much for having me on today.
1: Yeah, of course, if anybody out there is looking for um, any mental health or has any mental health issues, um, I know that's been shared already in chat, but um, Mindset by Dave is the place to be. Um, I think one of the most wonderful people I have had the privilege of meeting this past year. So. Thank You, you can't for everything really stop now. <laughs> I know, I know. Thank you so much. You Thank too. You so much. <laughs> All right, get out of here.